And we're back. About damn time. Really? Seriously? Yeah, I think the drugs are kicking in. It's probably good because I'm topless. That's what all podcasts need. God, we are. Bad Philosophy, episode 80, recorded on December 21st, 2010. Bullet-ridden candy. Hello everyone, command one, two, bad philosophy, upsetting your balance of reality one rabbit trail at a time. This time... Your balance of reality? Yeah, well, I, I had to mix it up a little bit right now. Do I'll, you, I'll you really? Over. I mean, it's a, it's a tagline. I mean, yeah. I think we should keep going and just use this as the intro, because it shows you being weird for the sake of being different. But, but, but I do that I on every show. I just wanted to point it out. I, that's, that's like... Well, that's yeah, but you've never do. changed the tagline before. I think I have. I feel like I I've done not, that before. Not intentionally. <laughs> you screwed yeah, it up on occasion, but that's, that's not true. the same. Uh, anyways, hello everyone, welcome in One to Bad Philosophy, folks. Uh, this is episode 80, can you believe it? We've done 80 of these. It only took so. us, what, two and a half years? <laughs> two and a half years, something like that. Uh, we've, got, uh, we've got the usual folks back on the show today. Uh, you know, who else would we have for, for Christmas, of course? Uh, Kevin Saunders, uh, all the way from uh, Grapevine, right? You're back home. Yeah, now? I'm back yeah. in Grapevine for a couple weeks anyway. I can I can hear the uh, I can hear like the five milliseconds uh, less of, of lag time from you. Is it that much, really? It's, yeah, it's 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 totally. I can I can feel it, man. You're closer. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Kiki's still as far away as she's ever been. Welcome back yep. to the show. Thanks. Not going anywhere. <laughs> Now, Kiki has been having some uh, some chair difficulties here before the episode. Can, can you just, just briefly describe what happened when you sat down a few minutes ago? Yeah, I, I sat down and, and one of the supports in my computer chair gave way and I ended up nearly on the floor. Dang. So not quite as epic as, as uh, Leo Laporte's ball bursting on, uh, on live streaming, but uh, I'm sure you mm-hmm. felt similarly. Well... Yeah, sure. Let's let's run with it. <laughs> just Whatever you want, Stephen. Uh, to to yeah. clarify, Leo Laporte used to sit on a giant inflatable ball that apparently popped in the middle of a production. He's actually popped is, two of them. Well, okay, he's popped two of them now. It's happened. I twice, just wanted yeah. to clarify. That's what we meant by ball busting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the air. Um. Yes. Yes, indeed. Now we'll okay, we'll, so we'll get to the innuendo later. Similar, but not as epic. Right. Not quite. So Mine it's almost Stephen. If I recall correctly, you used to have one of those too, did you not? I I still do. It's it's uh, it's literally three feet away from me, but I'm not sitting on it because it's kind of uncomfortable, actually. Um, yeah. I went I'm back sitting to my... on the only piece of um, sitable furniture in my bedroom, which is the inflatable bed that I use when I'm back in ho- in town. Huh. okay. <laughs> I'm also I also have a, a conveniently height desk. It's it's a folding table and like it it normally goes really compact mm-hmm. and you're supposed to extend the legs all the way so it sits at a normal table height. Right. But I've discovered that by not doing that, when I sit on the bed, it's like perfect height for sitting on the bed and working on the computer at the same time. Huh. So um, it's it's a little like if a table were if a normal table were a horse, this would be the Shetland pony of tables. Okay. Anyways, it's almost Christmas, y'all, and uh, no matter where you're sitting or how you're sitting on it, um, it's about to be pretty exciting around your household, hopefully. Ooh, are we going to release this like on Christmas Day when nobody would listen to it? That'd be kind of exciting. You know, it might actually work out that way, considering so, my, my production schedule these days. <laughs> so, so depending on how we do this, you could be listening to this on Christmas. Woo-hoo. Oh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. This- if you're listening to this on Christmas, you're at least as pathetic as I am. Congratulations. Totally. You know what I, I, I'm actually doing on, or, uh, you know, on this Christmas Or, you know, not one day. who celebrates Christmas. Well, that, <laughs> I mean, everybody <laughs> celebrates Christmas in their own way, and, and that's kind of one of the things we're going to talk about today. I, I'm actually planning on seeing a movie at the uh, Alamo Draft House this Saturday. Uh, speaking of movies... Is Saturday? Um, yeah. Is it now Saturday to our listeners? Uh, yeah. In fact, I'm, I'm going to the movie today. <laughs> as, you, as you're listening to this, we're podcast, playing with time. I, I'm probably sitting in a in a plush theater seat somewhere, uh, 
eating a bacon and egg sandwich and having a beer and watching uh, some piece of gorgeous cinema on one of the, the best uh, theater experiences in all of Austin. So, or, or I'm sitting at home doing something else. Yeah. Finishing editing this podcast so it technically goes up on Christmas. Right. <laughs> no, I, uh, first Rapid Trail, though. Uh, I, yeah. I think, I believe neither of y'all have seen it yet, but uh, Darren Aronofsky's latest film, Black Swan, starring mm-hmm. Natalie Portman, uh, Portman, <laughs> Portman and uh, Mila Kunis, uh, mm-hmm. is one of the most solid pieces of cinema to come out this year. Uh, really? I enjoyed it as like much stacking as... stacking up next to... Oh, go ahead. Well, I, I was, I was going to say, I enjoyed it as much as Inception, but in a different way. Um, well, I was, I was going to say uh, Social Network. Which, oh, and definitely. Because Social Network, films, I think, all. is my top film of the year. I, um, I, okay, so it wasn't quite as good as Social Network. I, I, yeah. will, I will say that. Uh, okay. Still, really enjoyable, really well yeah. put together, and uh, a, an evolution of, of the classic story of uh, Swan Lake. Uh, Aronofsky basically took the, the framework, the, the skeleton, if you will, of that story and built something new and original and, uh, and sophisticated and, uh, and used, he used his actors and actresses, his sets and a very minimal amount of CGI to do interesting things, yeah. uh, to do things that, that didn't, you didn't know, that it was CGI, really, or it, or it didn't register, um, um, which I'm really speaking, I'm enjoying. Speaking hmm? of yep. skeletons, apparently Mina, Mila Kunis and Natalie Portman both look like them in this movie. Um, they are well, pretty that's, thin, but that's but they're well, lay performers for you. Yeah, they're ballerinas. Well, I mean, that's just so. it. I mean, they 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 lost enough weight to be look to look like ballet performers, which is to say, they're frightening in and of themselves. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, they definitely got really thin. But uh, at the same time, really attractive, <clears throat> and I don't, I've never liked that ballet look. Well, it, it works for some people, and and so I, I won't so I won't does. spoil anything. But let's just say that that the two of them together have have kind of a moment in the film, and uh, it, that's been pretty well publicized. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's just as good as as folks uh, make it yeah. out to be, so to speak. But. Um, yeah, just cinematically though, very well put together, uh, very mm. complete, uh, very well paced. I mean, it, it's definitely Aronofsky's best film. What else has he done? I know he did Fountain, but I always forget his other Requi- films. Requiem for a Dream and uh, and Never Pi. Ah, uh, yeah, Pi's good. Yeah, Pi's weird. Never saw Requiem. I was I was extremely turned off by it. Um, not by seeing it, but someone described it to me at a relatively young and impressionable age and so i've always been afraid to actually watch the film <laughs> it, you know this i would have to say black swan definitely has some of the uh it brings up some of the motifs that that pi did namely mirrors and losing your effing mind <laughs> does it have um the annoying soundtrack that requiem for a dream does uh no it's but it's clint mansell the the same guy who did the soundtrack for the fountain uh, but yeah, it, okay. it, I, I, like I didn't. I, I didn't notice a lot of original music in it. It uses yeah. a lot of this Swan Lake score mm-hmm. uh, well, over the the movie, though not over the, over the Swan Lake portions, but over the parts of the movie. And it and it's it's really like I, I'm sure if I knew the the Swan Lake ballet a little bit closer, that there he does analogies with the music. Like he'll he'll play the music during parts of the film that sort of mimic the parts of the. Uh, ballet that they're they're kind of referring to uh so it's yeah, but it's but really I, well done i will say that that choice uh cost him an oscar really they they would not nominate him for an oscar for best score because it used too much outside music so wait have they already announced the oscar nominations for for this upcoming awards they've done you know, short I'm, lists yeah but they haven't they haven't put out the official Oscar list, I don't think, yet. Did they re- yeah. they really, like, but, omit but it because they, of that? <laughs> yeah, they actually omitted several um, films. I can look it up. But there were there were actually, I know The Kids Are All Right was another one. Um, and there was a third one that were just, yeah. Uh, 
Black Swan, The Fighter, True Grit, and The Kids Are All Right or were all ruled ineligible for a Best Score Oscar. What the heck? Well, that's unfortunate. So uh, they, oh, they oh, can't wait. even so get a nomination. They can't get the Best Score Oscar, but they can get yeah, other Yeah, they can Oscars. get other things. Oh, okay. That, yeah. that was unclear to me the first time you said it. Yeah, but, the, but because they use too much original music, well, they can't get the Best Score one. Uh, that I don't whatever I don't think he's going for best score <laughs> with, these, with this film <laughs> it's well, definitely I, I, it's Oscar bait for for Natalie Portman and uh and definitely a best picture contender although I I wouldn't say that Portman puts forward an Oscar performance uh yeah. Mila Kunis actually does a pretty good job in her supporting role so mm. she's a potential all right, so we're going to take a three-minute break here because my system just locked up. But as you all know, I can simply I can simply sleep it, and then it will uh, it will all come back. So I'm going to do that now, and we're back. So uh, where was I? Um, Black Swan's good. Black Swan's good. So, yeah, you know the, it would have been perfect if, if we had like some advertisers or something. We could have we could have just like thrown an ad in there. Like y'all could have done the ad while I was you know, away or something. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to sponsor Bad Philosophy, you know, drop us a Please line. Please send us lots and lots of money. Yeah, that would be awesome. How do we get that Audible sp- sponsorship that's on all the podcasts I listen to? Uh, you know, I've tried. Um, <laughs> I, I've definitely, I've definitely put that out there, and we just yeah. don't get enough listeners to make it worth yeah. your while. <laughs> I can't say so I'm surprised. Yeah. Uh, um, so, how are our numbers doing anyway? Are we? Are we? Uh, you, know, you know we're at a solid. We, yeah, we're pretty consistent about 250 uniques per episode, and it's just, just you know, flatline. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we have definitely flatlined. So if everybody um, in this episode gets one per- who listens to this episode gets one person to listen to it, we could get 500 and double our numbers next week. Yeah. So tell a friend. Uh, tell a friend. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll listen to the the brand new start a brand new year with a brand new. Predictions for the year podcast from your friendly folks at badphilosophy.com. Yeah. Now, now granted, um, that, and, that doesn't... And it would, also, it would also be the greatest Christmas present we've ever gotten. Thank That's you. That's true. And, and yeah. I want to say, uh, there, there might be a hidden gift in there already because uh, those numbers reflect the, the number of unique devices that are listening to us. But we could yeah. have, you know, so somebody could be playing it on their, uh, on their stereo around their fireplace and... You know, listening listening to bad philosophy while while downing a nice tall glass of eggnog and uh, listening to it. I love fire. the idea of, of a group of people sitting around like they're staring at the old timey radio in a Norman Rockwell painting, listening to us chatter about things. <laughs> yeah. If someone makes that picture, like yeah, I was gonna like say, actually it, takes it, a picture of them listening to bad philosophy around a campfire, and how, I don't know how you'd prove that you're yeah. listening to it. <laughs> I was gonna say, how would we? Maybe take we a know? video. Well, uh, yeah, maybe like on the Apple TV and have the album art up there or something. Yeah, know. something. Some something sort of indication that you're doing that would be awesome. Like bad yeah, we will, we will definitely thank you personally and, uh, and get you on the show probably. <laughs> we should also do a bad philosophy drinking game. We've been, we've, we're doing 80 episodes. It's about time we make up a bad philosophy drinking game. Um, every time I say something stupid, uh, every time you say um... Well, if every time every time I say um, the audience will be drunk in the first five minutes. Oh, that's true. Um, you got to pace things out. Well, yeah. So we'll, we'll come up with something. Maybe maybe for the uh, maybe for the St. Patrick's Day episode. <laughs> so every time I berate you for doing something stupid with your computer, yeah, or make fun of you for using a Mac. Right, yeah, yeah, every every time I for yeah recently now every time I, I have to restart or have to yeah. have to go to sleep. If, if the show has to restart, you finish your drink. <laughs> you finish your drink. <laughs> and if we lose an episode, you down a whole keg. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you do a keg stand. If uh, if you lose an episode, ke- Stephen has to do a keg stand. Oh <laughs> no! You know I already uh, I already dabbled in the uh, the whole caffeine plus alcohol thing the other night. My okay, I just have to say I I can't reveal much about what I do. At, at work at Apple, but yeah. outside of work at Apple, man, we have so many parties. Like I don't even—it's <laughs> every single week, sometimes multiple ones per week. Uh, somebody's having a party, and um, and usually it's an alcohol and dancing and get something party. So oh. this most recent one was uh, was seventies dance party plus four loco, and uh, oh. and it was. Um, 
Well, I, I showed up late, so I, I saw it, I, or I went to the uh, the party right after I saw Black Swan. So here's the sequence. <laughs> Saturday night, I, I work till 9.30, get off, go to the theater, uh, see the 10.30 showing of, of Black Swan at a horrible theater. I mean, the projector was out of focus, the sound was horrible, and, and it, unfortunately it was horrible right in the range of the piano, and there's a lot of piano in the movie, so it was kind of excruci- excruciating. Um and then right after that, so, you know, movie gets out around one, uh, drive over to the party. And on the way, uh, I pick up a 32-ounce big, and literally it's called this, the big f***ing can of Monster. Uh, 32 ounces of, uh, it was like 100 grams of sugar, uh, you know, more Those caffeine than a same. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, so I, I drank it over the, about the course of an hour and a half at the party. And uh, at one point, I mixed in, like, maybe a half shot of triple sec and didn't taste any of the triple sec, is how powerful the monster was. Yeah. But uh, that alone was enough to get me basically jittery drunk. I, it's hard to describe it. I mean, the combination of sugar and caffeine, it's, it's like you get, you get like, a, a, a short-range sugar rush, and then you get, like, a long-range just... Um, aware awakeness from the caffeine but the sugar kind of brings you down a little bit so i just i basically felt sick right around 3 30 when i had to drive home and then this i couldn't the a.m this is in the a.m <laughs> and, and and get this i had to work at 9 30 the next morning um so i i got home and, and just uh and then the alcohol kicked in when i got home <laughs> so i don't know what happened there but yeah. uh i was basically up till like 4 30 and then i got really hungry <laughs> um, yeah, I'm too old to party like that. <laughs> so, I mean, it, and it really even it wasn't even that great of a party, because um, I mean we are talking about people from Apple here. So, uh, you know, our our idea of a great party is is get everyone together on the dance floor and and play music off of the iPhone, um, <clears throat> which I mean it was good music and all, but I don't know how did I get off on this. I don't. We we know. don't know. <laughs> I I guess it was. Oh well. No, I don't even know anymore. It's okay. So, we so don't what do y'all? <laughs> what what kind of Christmas traditions do y'all have other than? Uh, by the way, there is going to be a, a Christmas party of of the same variety, and I, I think there's <laughs> the only difference is we're going to be mixing alcohol with eggnog uh, instead of alcohol with four loco or. I like eggnog. Like Just throwing that out there. Oh, eggnog is fantastic. I don't think I've ever had eggnog. Oh, oh, you're so missing out. I like it. Yeah, it's good. Why? Why no, don't you don't? And that's okay too. So, but... so Kevin always gets to go first. Kiki, why don't you go first? What do, <laughs> do you personally, or does your family have any uh, Christmas traditions that you've followed over the years? Um, not really. Huh. I, I, I it's it's weird because I mean I came from like a very highly religious family so you would think that we would have like all these insane christmas traditions but it was more like we got together and we they would talk smack about whoever wasn't in the room at the time and then when they came back in the room it would be like oh we missed you so much and it's Dang. like i don't know i came from like a really passive aggressive s- snide family <laughs> okay <laughs> I I haven't I, I I just will say I haven't enjoyed a Christmas since I was ten probably so I'm I'm so not the person to be asking about Christmas I don't even know why I'm on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, then we'll get somebody in here who actually does have some Christmas traditions and and that would be Simon Ponder. Welcome to the show, man. Sorry, I'm late. I was just uh, I was looking at Dominatrix's boots. Now that is a Christmas tradition I can get behind. <laughs> I don't, God, I don't even yep, know. Just, it was offered. Um, and you accepted? She was hot. This is when we lose our clean tag on uh, iTunes. Yeah, dude, I, you're really pushing it here. I, uh, <laughs> wow. Um, well, welcome to the show, Simon. So, so <laughs> I don't, I guess, has the tweet up really evolved that much since, uh, <laughs> Well, no, wait, you're, this is San Antonio, He's in right? San Antonio. So this, is, this is not even This is not the Lubbock tweet up. Is this, wait, is this, this dominatrix the same person that you said was almost JC? 
No, different girl. Oh, okay, good. Thank God, because uh, I mean, I haven't been keeping up with JC lately. I don't know what direction she's gone in, but uh, yeah. man, what well, was it worth it? She was hot. <sighs> you've got to, you've got to be more descriptive, man. Let's give you some verbal loose. And anyone ha, who got ha, that reference, ha, ha, ha. we'll ha, we'll ha, see ha. you in two weeks. That's right. <laughs> I wasn't um, paying attention. Sorry. And yes, it was worth it, dude. Okay, well, um, wait a minute. So we talked with you about half an hour ago. Did the dominatrix thing happen between then and now? Uh, while I was on the phone. What? While you were while you were on the phone? Yes. So we have audio recording of this event taking place. I, I didn't hear any smacking or or like squishing. Well, I mean, how loud is licking, generally speaking? That's that's true. I well, I don't know. Somebody licked something near their microphone right now. Here, I, I think I just I have... licked a coke can next to my microphone. You didn't hear a thing. That, that's true. Let me. Uh... Here's so, a... so... damn it! All I have are computer equipment around me. <laughs> I really You're an Apple fan, boy. I don't put licking something from really Apple don't past wanna, you. I don't want to lick this Apple desktop mouse that I have <laughs> right next to me because it's been sitting somewhere in a, somebody's attic for a very long time. And uh, this is a Christmas traditions. You saw that accident, <laughs> right? Yes, yes, I did. Um, for those of you, I, I don't even anybody want to give this this uh, this description a try here. I think Simon should. It's his link. <laughs> Why don't you just <laughs> and and I'm probably gonna butcher the pronunciation of this word. I don't know where's my link. I, I posted it. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, hop, skip, and jump over to Facebook. Well, I'm on the Facebook page, and all I'm seeing are TSA pat downs. Oh, here we go. There, I put it in the chat. Okay. Oh, thank you. So it's this Christmas decoration. Apparently, it's traditional in Spain. It's uh, called a cag caganer. I'm well, Spanish. That. Let's see. That's how how would you pronounce that in Spain? Spanish. Um, caganer. Caganer. Well, uh, caganer. Caganer. I'm not sure where the um, accent would be. Yeah, you got to roll the R, man. No, it's not a rolled R. Well, I get to take a crap. It's popular in Italy and southern France, also. Cool. Really. Why only southern France? Why not? <laughs> that region, you know. <laughs> right. So so um, it's it's typically in the in the nativity scene. And it's in the back what? corner. Yeah. yeah. You didn't read it? Oh, I read the beginning. Oh. And it's it's a a statue of a small boy going to the restroom. No, d- dude, just we've already we already lost our clean tag for this episode. You can just say it. Uh, is pooping? <laughs> no, no, almost. That's what he is. Warmer. Now, see, now, Stephen, you have to put poop in the tags again. You know. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> Wait, wasn't it Simon's fault last time? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Simon. But <laughs> and so, so the the possible reasons for this is it's um it's perceived humor, which I find that very interesting. That you know. These, you know, particularly Spain, would put something humorous in like the nativity scene. <laughs> well, <laughs> one might argue that the uh, the whole concept is humorous, but uh, that's a topic for another day. But, yeah, <clears throat> this is Spain. Yeah. Spain was, you know, very in with the Catholic Church for a long, oh, yeah. long time. Still are to a large extent. So this is kind of weird. So, so it's perceived humor. It's funny for small children. Which we've and older children <laughs> and adults apparently too. It's it's a representation of fertilizing the earth. What? <laughs> well, Except it's not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. You know what? It's it's a giant. Okay. The one we're really talking about the one in the mall. I mean. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's basically a massive, massive boy, two story tall. Yeah. Taking bearded elf. Taking basically a six foot high dump. In the middle of a in the middle of a shopping yeah, the mall. The link will be in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, definitely. It's also, it's also said to represent the equality of all races because everyone poops and <laughs> everybody. According poops. to Wikipedia, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's according to Wikipedia. So yeah, I yeah, mean, I this is sort of like 
And if there's a, a an article that's going to get subtly vandalized, <laughs> it's going to be one about a traditional pooping statue. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one I like. Uh, this is one of the reasons on the Wikipedia article. It's the idea that God will manifest himself when he is ready without regard of whether we human beings are ready or not. Fair okay. Enough. That's that's kind of a good one. Yeah. And then the one after that's also good. It's the Kagner reinforces that the infant Jesus is God in human form with all that being human implies. I think this is just like people yeah. making up reasons. To yeah. yeah. I no. Yeah, this is definitely this is definitely a joke. This is a prank that some Spanish dude played like 300 years ago. <laughs> he just kind of slipped No, he totally he slipped it in there. Just, just at the last minute, you know, just to to piss off some bishop or something, and then uh, you know the Pope was in town, right? So the bishop sees the scene for the first time, and he's gotta he's gotta just make it up on the spot. Why the <laughs> f- why the f- there's some <laughs> some little boy taking his shit in the middle of the nativity scene, and uh, and so as a result, we we these traditions that you're reading off are just whatever that bishop pulled out of right. his. No, no pun intended. <laughs> right. At that very moment, and um, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying reading this. Apparently, it dates back to the 17th century. That, see, well, dude, I, I am so good. Maybe okay, I was 100 years off, but still. <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it goes with the the Catalan because it's the Catalan Catalonia region mm-hmm. phrase before eating, which is "menja be caga fort y no tinguas por a la mort." You're just butchering it, dude. I know. Yeah. Just yeah. Eat well, shit strong, and don't be afraid of death. Oh man, I'm I'm engraving that on my iPod. <laughs> I want on my tombstone. That's better than Simon. Thank you. <laughs> A little bit better. Um, but but there's also other weird European ones. Like there's the 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 Krumpus. Well, Krumpus is awesome. Um, is, I have a shirt with Krumpus on it. What? If it's anything it's, like the uh, if it's anything like the previous thing, I, I, don't, I really don't want to see you when no, you're wearing that shirt. No, it's different. No. Um, no. The the idea. I don't have a link for it. I do. But it's basically, well, send a link in. But um, Krumpus or Krampus, depending on where, um, is a a sort of the the counterpart to Santa Claus. Um, he is. A demon-like creature who goes around and beats naughty children with sticks. Ooh. And, and metal chains. And metal chains. I mean, yeah, it, it changes. But, you know, so you give the good kids get presents from Santa, and Krampus hits the bad stick, bad children with sticks. Um, it's sort of the, the yin-yang. You know, it's, it, instead of getting a piece of coal in your stocking, as, as would be, you know, traditional of St. Nick nowadays... This demon-like creature comes and hits you with a stick for being bad. Huh. Um, it's, I mean, and and in a lot of places, it's it's still a traditional part of Christmas and and identifying and I and you know be good or and Santa will give you a toy and be bad and you'll get beaten with sticks. Hmm. Well, uh, uh, I mean, so speaking I like of that. speaking of demon Santa. Uh, have any of y'all seen that? Uh, what was the name of that word? Rare exports. Yeah, rare I, exports. I really Ooh, bad. Dude, oh, is it what is it? Uh, Swedish? Norwegian? Norwegian? Icelandic? Something? Uh, I think it's Some Icelandic. Someplace cold in Europe. <laughs> yeah, someplace foreign. Uh, they they basically made a movie about uh, this this these guys who Finnish. It's Finnish. Fit Finnish. Okay. Well, we are big in Scandinavia, so we should know this. Yeah. Um, I, these, you know, Finnish guys who find a, uh, if, if they find Demon Santa, basically. And uh, he, like, eats children and, uh, and reindeer or something. He's, he's just like, yeah. he's really, he's quite, uh, quite demonic <laughs> and, and mm-hmm. not, not dissimilar to, uh, to Krampus in the imagery in the film. He's also skinny and naked. Yeah, and evil. <laughs> yeah, but skinny and naked's funnier than evil. Right. But 
No, I want to see Rare Exports. It's only been limited release recently, so you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's in the draft house. It's uh, it. it's one of those things well, of that we had like three weeks ago. We live in Austin. <laughs> well, and, have and they uh, have they built the one in uh, in Lubbock yet? I heard that was happening. How would any of us know? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good point. <laughs> we'll get Jed on next week, and he'll uh, he'll solve this little mystery <laughs> for us. Now, we got to get Jed to get Simon, not Simon, uh, Sean back on now that yeah. he is. Wait, what? Sean lives in Lubbock now. Wait, wow, man. Transfer, am... or, or maybe not lives there. I know he's visiting right now, but he's, he's going to tech in the future. Going, like he's joining the, uh, the grad program there? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. So he and Jed can work together again, finally. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that but gives me another reason to get back up there. Um, cool. Where? Oh, so Kevin, you were about to tell us about your family's Christmas traditions, uh, numerous as they uh, purportedly well, are. Well, we have we have some weird ones. Um, I say the most recent uh, Christmas tradition, such as it is, somewhat stems from a previous Christmas tradition um, within my family. Uh, in the past, as um, presents were wrapped, we would you know finish up a roll of wrapping paper, unless you have the the cardboard tube. With which to beat each other. <laughs> that um, so, everybody does that. Well, yeah, I mean that's. I mean that it's not. A, it's not terribly strange, but that's that's where it started. My sister and I would have epic cardboard tube duels and They're hit each other, tubes. you know, for hours on end. Because <laughs> why not? Um, which which morphed last year uh, when we both received from. Uh, well, I don't remember exactly who gave it, but we'll say Santa gave it to us. Um, each of us a Nerf and strike rifle. Wouldn't that have been more of a Krampus gift, though? It, it would have been if we weren't beaten. If we were beaten with sticks, but we weren't. Oh, so, well. I mean, maybe he's uh, maybe he's diversifying. Yeah. You know, modernizing uh, as it were. I'm trying to. I, I'm trying to find the right one. The Nerf website is atrocious. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, but we were given these these basically these collapsible. Um, rifles that you could you could put it all together and it would be uh, a long rifle, or you um, you can take it apart and break it down into a pistol with you know with a six shot clip on it, six dart clip, um, which meant that for the rest of the time we were both in town, we were constantly shooting each other with Nerf darts. Wow, That's, which has um... of course. Um, continued this year uh, when I brought mine back. However, my sister did not bring hers. Oh. Uh, so she's getting hit with Nerf darts a lot. Sucks for her. Uh, there's there's a link to the one in particular. Mm. Although um, she recently went to uh, Walmart to purchase um, the Nerf um, revolver of similar design. And my mother bought one as well, meaning that they will both be joining in the battle shortly. Okay, uh, so, so next tradition. Um, well, the, the the next one kind of is a, is a combination of of things in that we, uh, like many families, we watch a number of uh, Christmas related films. Um, some families have you know one film they have to watch every Christmas. You know, It's a Wonderful Life for White Christmas with um, Bing Crosby and the mm. other guy. Yeah, um, Frosty like the that. Snowman or Frosty whatever. Snowman, yeah. Rudolph. You know the yeah. the those classics, but um, our Christmas tradition movies are of a different stripe. Um, the first of ours is is relatively Christmas themed, and that's uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh man, I haven't Chip seen that in Chase's a long time. Best films, oh, amazing film, yeah. amazing film. We watch that every year, um, you know. Um, and then about two or three years ago, added into the rotation among along with that was uh, the movie Bad Santa which you may recall was the extremely R-rated Billy Bob Thornton movie about a guy who poses as a mall Santa to rob the store on Christmas. Hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, if, if, if this is, if, if I uh, sense the trend correctly, Rare Exports will likely become one of these traditional films. Um, it'd be nice. Yeah. Um, I'll have to see it, see how it ranks. Um, the, the most recent film that, that, we've, or that we've watched previously, we're adding a, a fourth this year, so we're going to be busy. Um, 
for the third film, which isn't actually a film, it's more of just sort of a, a, a tradition in a different sense, and that is we watched the most recent Twilight film with Rift Tracks. Oh, you know, I, I just downloaded that. My my folks, you know, we, we're probably going to watch it on Christmas Eve, so we, well, will, we will inadvertently yeah. partake in the same tradition. <laughs> yeah, we'll be, we'll be uh, watching Twilight Eclipse with the Rift Tracks. Yeah. Um, and in a, in a similar vein, I've I've just recently purchased Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny from Rift Tracks, which Yay! promises to be the most insane Christmas film with Rift Tracks ever made. Is that, it a short? No, it's a full-length feature film. Oh God! Um, and it has an entire it has another feature film inside of it. <laughs> I, I I so it's like. The, the the premise, such as it is, is that Santa has managed to get his sleigh stuck in the beaches of Florida, and his reindeer left him because it was too hot, so he uses his telepathic mind control powers to summon children from all around to help him get his sleigh out. But instead of, like, digging the sleigh out of the two inches of sand that it is buried in, um, they each, one at a time, bring a various farm animal of some sort to try and pull the sleigh out one at a time all being unsuccessful Uh, and I'm not spoiling the film too much because it's in the title but it turns out that at the very end the only one who can save Santa is the (coughs) titular ice cream bunny in his fire truck who pulls Santa out of the sand um I, you know, I don't know what's worse, that or the giant crapping elf. Well, <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's maybe it's, maybe the maybe they're related. Maybe the giant. I don't uh, know. Maybe the the bunny rabbit with his fire truck will come yeah. to uh, to like clean up after the giant crapping elf after he's done relieving himself. Well, for years, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians was my favorite movie to be directed by people who com- who professionally make fun of movies uh, <laughs> which was done by mystery science theater 3000 yeah, MST3K. You know. oh you know i'm i've been meaning to uh correct a an incorrect statement that i made uh, possibly during a show maybe during a post show um everybody drink everybody drink hey <laughs> um yeah. i i think i mentioned at some point previously that during QuakeCon i saw um cinematic titanic riff the matrix it was not actually Cinematic Titanic. It was Master Pancake Theater. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? What was so, was that? Someone that nobody's ever heard of. They're they're based out of Austin. Have you not? Okay. Have you not seen their stuff? No. The, so they used to be um, they used to be Mister Sinus Theater at the beginning. Okay. But apparently the name was too close to Mystery Science Theater, and now they're. I can they, see that riff stuff locally they, they do stuff at the draft house occasionally and it always always sells out within like the first hour uh mainly huh. because i mean the theaters are like 80 seats and they so, only do one show <laughs> but so it's hard not to do yeah um yeah because you know it's an audience participation participation thing uh it, it's a little bit different from the um from the riff tracks live events i have to say i mean the, the yeah. QuakeCon one was 2000 people obviously but uh the the mm-hmm. more intimate ones are are great because you get you you actually know who says what <laughs> in the yeah. theater so you can kind of give props to people or shout them down or throw food at them splash beer on their faces or something but hmm. yeah so it was it was Master Pancake Theater and uh, if you ever okay. get a chance to see them they, they apparently do shows all around Texas so if you're ever in That's Dallas cool. yeah um, how long have we been recording. About 45 um, minutes. Okay, so 45 we got... 45 minutes and we've got, you know, what, three, four traditions out of that whole time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, God, Simon, do you have any... I mean, other than licking dominatrix boots, do, do you have any other traditions of yours that you'd like to share with us? So we do the normal stuff. I mean, we open presents. We eat all day. Eating we watch, fun. you know, a Christmas story. Is there any football on Christmas? Football's more of a Thanksgiving thing. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. I thought I want I thought there was a Christmas day, maybe college football. I don't know. Maybe. Ignore me. Uh ignoring commands. Oh, uh totally unrelated. Well, possibly sort of. 
the winter solstice was last night, and did any of y'all go out to see the lunar eclipse? Totally. Totally. And was it at not cloudy where you were? Because uh, no, I it was totally an extremely clear sky. It was beautiful and amazing. <sighs> Screw you, man. And we would do it in kind of these. We'd do it in kind of you know. We'd go out for a few minutes and come back inside for fifteen minutes or whatever. Because watching the whole thing was slow and boring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so as it as it was getting on, you know, we watched where it hit the penumbra, where the first shadow sort of shows up on the moon, and it's just like it's like something's eating the moon away, and it's creepy. <laughs> um, and then you get you hit the umbra, at which point you know like the the red that's the red shadow, and, yeah. and like full total eclipse. It was like a but. Um, like, we went out during the penumbra when it was only, like, half covered. Um, even in the umbra, it was only half covered. So there was still a lot of moonlight out. And they came back in. And the next time we opened the door, it was, like, blackout. It was, like, oh. darker than normal. Um, I mean, darker than it had been literally ten minutes before. Huh. And, like, you guys like, oh, my gosh, it is really dark out. <laughs> and you go up and look, and the moon is covered in a shadow. And it's, it's got that sort of reddish glow to it. Um because sunlight still gets, you know, refracted through the atmosphere. Yeah. But it's, and it was, it was a really cool experience. See, I, I mean, I've seen eclipses before, uh, lunar eclipses, and yeah. it's, it definitely, it looks really weird. But oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I set my alarm to wake up at one thirty, which I get, I think that was when the penumbra started. Uh, no, one thirty was Umbra. Umbra, starts. okay, whatever. Uh, and and I and I went out there and I was like, ah, crap, it's overcast. Ah, <laughs> oh, too bad. Uh, and I got up an hour later and it was still overcast. And yeah, and then I slept. Nah, so, I saw the whole thing. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, and the first time that a lunar eclipse has fallen on a winter solstice since the sixteen hundreds. Oh, what do you know? So uh, yeah. Maybe uh, maybe it was a, a a lunar eclipse on the winter solstice that prompted some uh, some jackass back in the past to to start the crapping elf tradition in the first place. <laughs> maybe that's what it was. <laughs> They'll all be looking at the at the sky. Nobody will notice. <laughs> Nobody will notice when I slap this pooping elf into the back of the manger. Uh, good times. So so I, I'm curious then. So the the winter solstice. Uh, was yesterday, but Christmas isn't for another four days. So, what gives? Any anybody with the uh, the knowledge of the origin of Christmas want to explain that to me? Well, the winter solstice changes. It's not always on the same date. Oh, right. So, so that's the answer. So we standardized around December twenty fifth. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it, it changes. Yeah. That would make sense. Hmm. Because the I don't know. Well, um, Wikipedia I mean, I, to the rescue. Yeah, let's uh, let's pull from the knowledge of the world, shall we? <clears throat> you know, I you I'm, don't have to know things. I really have a craving for eggnog right now. Kiki, you've been yeah, quiet for a while. How, how are you? How are you feeling? I hate this chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Could you? You have a laptop, right? Could you move to the floor? Yep. No, I don't have a laptop. I just oh. have a desktop. That's unfortunate. Mm. Well, no, apparently it normally does take place on the 21st or 22nd, so I don't know that. Well, huh. (laughs) So it's just arbitrarily a few days later. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. Maybe. Um, I'm sure there's some reason for it. Uh, By the way, I just want to reassure all of our listeners out there who are uh, continually annoyed probably by the... Well, actually, it's only happened once this episode, knock on... Um, I think this is wood. It's from Ikea. I can never tell. Um, it's only happened once this show, but the, the locking up of my laptop and the, uh, the problems that I've been having, the almost lost episodes multiple times within the last year, uh, I'm taking measures to prevent this, uh, measures being, I'm going to buy a new laptop. That's a good measure. Yeah. I'm saving up and and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to get one of the 11 inch MacBook Airs. Because not only are they sexy and portable and fast and lickable, but uh, they're also affordable, <laughs> which is are something that... you getting the solid-state drive one? Well, there's only the solid-state drive one now. Uh, but oh, I'm getting the, oh, I'm getting the cool. smallest capacity, uh, lowest amount of RAM. Uh, well, I may, I may put the extra 2 gigs of RAM in it. But, What's um, the smallest capacity drive, hard drive? Six, 64 gigabytes. 
But what oh, I'm going to wow. do, uh, I'm just going to buy an external enclosure and put the drive from my old laptop into that and plug it into the yeah. USB port. And I'll have well, all my storage. that'll have to do because 64 gigs is nothing. <laughs> it's not a lot. I mean, that's enough for the operating system and some applications, which, yeah, to be honest, um, take up less than 64 gigabytes on my current machine. So well, uh, that's good. I think I'll be in good shape. That'll be speedy fast. Oh, it's going to be rocking. And uh, I'll actually be able to, to go places. The, the one thing the one thing that'll be different, and, and this is really unfortunate, there's only one uh, headphone jack on the, on the MacBook Air. On both of them. On the 13 and the, the 11 inch. And the Pros. Is it on the Pros now too? Yeah. Uh, well, so there used to be two. One is an input, one is an output. Now it's one. And it can act as either an input or an output, depending on whether you plug in a line in or a headphone to it. Wait, Which, so you can't run a mic and a set of headphones at the same time? Precisely. So I'm That's basically stupid. Yeah, and, and I'll just say it. USB and all the headphones are switching to USB. Uh I mean, not the ones that you can use with an iPod. Which no, I but do, I'm like so. the 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 headphone mini jack is a standardized input output yeah. system. Well, I mean, apparently they needed that extra centimeter. <laughs> so I, I'm That's basically going to have to I, and I've been meaning to do this for a long time anyway I'm just going to sell the mixer that I have right now and uh, and get a USB mixer so I can plug in a monitor directly to it basically and then uh, and then just plug the whole thing into the laptop oh via I USB. thought of another Christmas tradition oh yes, yes we make Christmas cookies what and that's like normal in its own, but we just make like straight up sugar cookies and then decorate them all Christmassy with like Christmas cut out cookie cutters. But something we discovered in the past and have continued just because it amuses us is the um, candy cane shaped cookie cutter cookies. When you turn them horizontal, look like willies. And so we decorate them <laughs> as such. <laughs> I was I was waiting for the twist. <laughs> That's the twist, and, uh, and you did I, not disappoint. I demand this year, picks, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll try and get some. Uh, this year we happen. have sparkly frosting, and so we will have <sighs> Twilight themed. Cookies. Oh, dude, that's. Oh, keep in even... mind, all of us hate the Twilight films. We haven't read the books. We can't speak to those. There's but, something really, like, really Freudian about that. Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't quite it's put eat. my finger on it, as it were, but, uh, yeah. Kevin, are you going to participate in Dickerdoodle? Um, I hadn't <laughs> thought about it, but I guess I could. When's the deadline? Backstory. You know, Arcade does an annual competition um, called Dickerdoodles. Um, we're in which people make penis cookies and take pictures of them, and the winners win things. Well, I, you know, it sounds like you're already ahead of the curve on that one. I'm there. trying to think when the deadline is. Um, I'm looking at the post right now. Yeah, it's probably it's usually like Monday, um, Wednesday, December twenty second. Hmm. Tomorrow. Yeah. Well, it says get them in before Wednesday, December 22nd, so it would probably have to be tonight, so I probably won't be able to get them in. Oh, well. Um. <laughs> oh, well, <clears throat> by the way, no pun intended, right? Oh, sure. I hadn't <laughs> thought about it, but yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. Come on, come on. You, you gotta admit, that was a yeah. good one. That was a good one. Yeah, okay. The the link um, I just sent is the... Is the not the win... Is, it includes the winning one, but has a number of the favorites from last year. Okay. Definitely um, not safe for work. <laughs> well, unless I, I think we've, we've already established multiple times that this is a... Di- <laughs> <laughs> Did you click uh, on the link and are now I, laughing? <laughs> the one with the cat is what won last year. <sighs> oh, God. That's <laughs> nice. That just mm. on that note, <laughs> that this has been a wonderful episode. I, I just I have to say it's uh, 
good times all around. <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas, everybody. Boy, one of the dirtiest ones we've had in a while. I, you know, if you're listening to this on Christmas morning, you know, opening presents to the, to the wonderful sound of our voices, and hopefully laughing your ass off as you uh, set up your new uh, Microsoft Connect or Xbox Connect or whatever the hell it's called, just, you know, thank you from us to you. And, uh, and Merry Christmas. <clears throat> God bless us. All God, of us. God bless us and God bless America. <clears throat> oh, well, I mean, there's there's other stuff, too. If you want to follow us, uh, uh, you know the drill. Uh, Twitter.com slash Lanier slash Kevsond and slash Voice Kiki as well as Twitter.com slash S Torrance. Uh, I didn't really get to my Christmas traditions, but I don't really have any because, uh, you know, my family's Jewish. So my, my, tr- <laughs> my Christmas traditions include eating latkes and lighting candles and also opening presents. <laughs> and that going doesn't to usually movies. happen <laughs> and, and on going, Christmas, though, doesn't it? <laughs> no, not exactly. Not. This year it's, it's pretty much restricted to going to see a movie. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Well, thank y'all for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time on Bad Philosophy. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime, where we're working in a mine for a robot overlords. Did I say overlords? I meant protectors. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. You forgot Form Spring. Whatever. We need better questions on I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that's being. We've established that's being abused. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, maybe if we keep asking, someone will actually ask a good question. Oh, okay. that's, that's, well, here, here. Let me just let me just throw a, a quick one in here. Formspring.me. Uh, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> For, shut up. I can hear somebody's laughing. <laughs> so, shut up. All right, wait. What am I saying? I can edit y'all out anyway. <laughs> Forspring.me slash bad philosophy. Merry Christmas. Redacted. Now it's time for Christmas dinner. I think the robot sent us a pie. You know I love my soil and green. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. Where we're working in a mine for our robot overlords. Did I say overlords? I'm and protectors. Merry Christmas. Chiron Beta Prime. Bad Philosophy.com. Shut up. <laughs>